What kind of complaints are people making to hotlines set up about the coronavirus? We may never know why a lying Cleveland police officer who kept a man falsely in prison for eight months was not fired. Maybe we will find out why Governor Mike DeWine abruptly canceled his coronavirus briefing Tuesday. It's the wake up from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Wednesday, July 15th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. More than 80% of the 555 complaints filed during the inaugural weekend of Cuyahoga County's mask violation hotline targeted customers or employees at businesses including shopping malls and gambling establishments. Ohio City's Town Hall Restaurant was the subject of seven complaints, the most among more than 450 business-related reports received between Friday and Monday. The complaints came in from all over the county, from the wealthiest suburbs to the poorest in just about every kind of retail establishment. County officials have said they plan to respond to each one of them, but given the number of people the county has on hand and the immediacy of these kinds of complaints, that seems impossible. How could the county address a complaint about a customer not wearing a mask in a grocery store long after that unidentified customer has left the building. Instead of firing a Cleveland police officer whose lies kept a man falsely in prison for eight months, former Cleveland safety director Michael McGrath suspended him for 30 days. Cleveland Police Chief Calvin Williams recommended Officer Stephen Fedorko's firing. McGrath ignored that advice, and he ignored racist messages found on the officer's phone and gave him the lax punishment. Four months after that false arrest, Fedorko shot and killed a man. The Cleveland Police Consent Decree Monitor considered the Fedorko case so outrageous that he devoted about a third of a hundred-plus-page report on lax police discipline to it. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine inexplicably canceled his scheduled coronavirus briefing Tuesday, even though it was to be the first briefing since the state sent an all-time record for cases in a single day on Friday. The governor's office offered no clue as to why. Meanwhile, the Ohio Department of Health reported Tuesday 1,142 new confirmed and probable coronavirus cases, once again increasing the 21-day average. Ohio has been surging since hitting its lowest number of cases one month ago. Cuyahoga County has been part of that trend, and many expect it will be moved to the purple alert level, the worst, later this week. What will that mean? Who knows? Reporter Jeremy Pelzer published a story Tuesday about how the difference in the guidelines between the third level, red, and the purple level does not really seem to exist. Mass gatherings and a lack of social distancing are the most frequent complaint calls made to the Cleveland Department of Public Health over coronavirus safety guidelines. Almost 2,500 allegations were filed with the health department between March 20th and Sunday about individuals and businesses not following the guidelines. Some 940 were for people congregating in large crowds. Another 306 were a lack of social distancing. 365 dealt with actions at private residences, 228 with bars and restaurants. 23 businesses drew five or more complaints. 
The city's health department follows up with businesses about complying with the state and city guidelines for dealing with coronavirus, and the Cleveland police respond to calls about mass gatherings. A new bill in the Ohio House would designate February 26th as Dr. Amy Acton Day in a tribute to her leadership during the early days of the coronavirus pandemic. Acton, as most people know, rose to prominence overnight with her role in Governor Mike DeWine's daily coronavirus briefings, exhorting Ohioans to take precautions but with a down-home approach that appealed to many. That the governor gave a prominent role to a scientist like Acton signaled that he was operating based on science, not politics, at least until Acton abruptly resigned as DeWine's public health director. She came in for some criticism from anti-mask zealots, some of whom even protested outside her house. At Cleveland.com, we hear regularly from people who miss Acton's presence. Count me as one who misses Acton. She was a tremendous source of coronavirus information that we now lack. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. <laughs>